Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Bible Ponder for this week. Our text for today is, um, is, a, is a really good and thought-provoking passage from the book of James. James, as an author, is very um, in-your-face and forthcoming. He doesn't really pull punches. He doesn't mince words. A lot of what he writes isn't going to go over your head or be something that um, is maybe confusing, but what it is instead is difficult because a lot of it is inescapable and you can't um, debate what he might mean because it's just pretty on on the face um, evident. So it's really interesting in that way because rather than um, a lot of it being up for debate, the real difficulty in interpretation comes in the application and how we um, apply it to what we do day to day and how we live our lives. So the passage we're going to read is a, a notable one in particular because it interacts a lot with really classic Christian ways of thinking about salvation and another word, justification, particularly for Paul and then later also especially for Martin Luther at the time of the Reformation. Um, but what James has to say interacts with Paul in, in a really interesting way. So what we have with Paul and then later, especially with Martin Luther's reaction to the church of his day, is the, the idea that we are justified by grace alone or by faith alone, that it's only through God that, that we achieve justification. And it's not what you do. You don't earn your salvation. You don't earn the right relationship with God through the good things that you do. And for Martin Luther, this is especially um, pressing because the Catholic Church is literally selling ways to get into heaven at that time. And the church is counting up, essentially, the good things you do to weigh them against the bad things you do. And that's a trap that we often fall into as human beings. And one of the ways of seeing the the Jewish faith of Jesus's day is almost a similar way that through the way of law and sacrifice, you are essentially earning God's favor. Now, whether or not that's an actual accurate way of looking at the Jewish faith of the day, it's still a, a way that that faith is presented versus the grace through faith way of seeing Christianity that Paul does. Enter into that James, and particularly our passage here in James chapter 2. And I'll begin reading in verse 14 and go to the end of the chapter. And then I'll give you my questions, and I want to release you to mull them over, to think about them, and to, again, we can't really escape James but what we can do is see how he fits into our lives and how what he says, which is um, so clear and direct, um, but also how our lives then, it, how it fits is not as clear. So I'll leave you to, to mull that over. Normally we do a Zoom discussion just after the premieres of these Bible ponders. Um, this week um, we're taking a break and we're not going to have one, but we'll be back again next week with our normal Zoom discussion. So no Zoom discussion once this finishes, but I'll go ahead and read now James chapter 2, verse 14. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but do not have works? Can faith save you? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, 
and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs. What is the good of that? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I, by my works, will show you my faith. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, do you want to be shown, you senseless person, that faith apart from works is barren? Was not our ancestor Abraham justified by works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was brought to completion by the works. Thus the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Likewise, was not Rahab the prostitute also justified by works when she welcomed the messengers and sent them out by another road? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. So here he is right up in your face. Faith without deeds or faith without works is dead. Again, maybe interacting a bit with Paul and are justified by faith alone. So here are my questions for you to go away and ponder. Have you ever felt like God's grace was something that you had to earn? Whether it was by the good deeds you did or, or by the churchy things you do, whether by showing up to church or taking communion or doing things like that. Did you ever feel like it was something you had to earn? Question two. Is James saying that all good deeds are, by definition, done out of faith? Is that what he's getting at? If, if you see faith in good works, that you, you don't see it except by its outworking in deeds. Are all good deeds done out of faith then? Question three. How do you balance the knowledge that faith without deeds is dead and the famous phrase that comes out of Paul's letters that I talked about? that we are justified by faith alone. How is it that you don't earn your salvation through works, yet faith without works is dead? I want you to go away and think about that and think about how that, that plays out in your own mind and maybe in your own life, in your own faith. It's something that Christians have been pondering for a very, very long time, and I think we'll continue to do so um, for, for here on out. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you for watching. Again, um, join us next week when we'll be back with a discussion. Um, but for now, I hope you have a lovely evening and a lovely time um, pondering and thinking about what James has brought us uh, here this evening. Thanks.